God remembers the oppressed, the bound, the captive. He's concerned about them. Isaiah 61 continues, says, he has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prisons to those who are bound. Hallelujah. To proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prisons to those who are bound. You may be bound by some addiction, folks. God remembers you and wants to do something about it. It can be prescription drugs. It can be non-prescription drugs. It can be marijuana. It doesn't matter what it is. If you're bound and you want help, God remembers you and wants to do something about it. God has not forgotten you. It can be pornography. It can be sugar. It can be sin. Whatever it is, God has not forgotten you. He is the deliverer. He's meant to deliver. Hallelujah. He delivers us from destruction, the Bible says. The psalmist says he, he, he forgives us of our sins and he heals us of our de- diseases and he delivers us from destruction. Bondages tend to destruct. They are not helpful, but the Lord delivers us. God also remembers you because this is a special season of his grace and his favor. He says in Isaiah 61, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. In fact, when you look at Isaiah 61, it goes, it goes on, verse 2, says to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the year of the Lord's vengeance. When Jesus spoke these words in the New Testament, he left out and the day of vengeance of our God. That time is coming. But right now, we're in the season of the Lord's grace and the Lord's favor. Amen. And because of that, he remembers us because this is the season of grace. Praise God. The Lord remembers those who are grieving, those who are mourning, and he has compassion for them. Again in verse 2 of Isaiah 61, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. All I'm trying to tell you is that God is concerned when you mourn. When you hurt, sometimes people mourn for a year, sometimes it's a decade, and they're hurting. But God wants you to know he has not forgotten you. He remembers you. In fact, that's why he sent the Holy Spirit as well. He is the comforter to comfort. To comfort. And if we will only align ourselves and say, Lord, I need your comfort, he will comfort in the crevices of your soul where man cannot comfort. But he's concerned about those who are mourning, those who are hurting, those who are, who, those who are even heavy. You know, he, the Bible says that he, to comfort the, those who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. God is interested in you. He wants you to wipe away the t- your tears. And we know that in, the, in eternity, the Bible says you wipe away all our tears. But even here and now, the Bible says weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. So even now, he wants you to wipe away those tears. He's concerned about you. Amen. Bible says in Psalm 30, 11, you have turned my morning into joyful dancing. Hallelujah. 
All I'm saying is that God remembers you even in your mourning, in your pain, in your weeping. He remembers you. God has not forgotten you even when you feel worthless because of something that happened to you when you were a child. You may feel like you're in the ashes. You may feel that people don't give you any credits or affirm you. I tell you, God has not forgotten you. You may feel like you're, you're, you're not worth anything. God's intention is to beautify you, to clothe you with his robe of righteousness and his garment of salvation, to crown you with his love and his mercy, to crown you with his blessing. I'm trying to give you the picture of a God who is so compassionate, who does not forget any distress you're going through. He has not forgotten you. Amen? You know what? God has not forgotten you. Because he always remembers his covenant. Amen. He's a covenant-keeping God. Amen. And his covenant, the Bible says, he will not break or alter a single word. And you are a covenant people. You and I, we are a covenant people. We are children of covenants. Yes, that was the Old Testament. But bless God, Jesus came. He spilled his blood. And he gave us a new covenant with better promises. With better promises. With better blessings. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. God has not forgotten us. Psalm 105 says in the Amplified Version, He is earnestly mindful of His covenant. And forever it is imprinted on His heart. God's covenant is imprinted on His heart. So guess what? When He sees your, your, your face, when He sees your picture tattooed on His hands, on his heart is his covenant. The things he has spoken to you, the things that you can invoke by faith. Now, by the way, all of God's promises are received through faith. It's through faith. So you, the Bible says, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him. You see, right now I'm giving you the good news. And the good news is received through believing. Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The good news of Jesus Christ is the power of God to those who believe. Hallelujah. So all you have to do is believe it. You have to be persuaded about it. Somebody, can you say hallelujah? hallelujah. So God is concerned about his covenant with you. Ah, oh, I want you to turn to somebody and say, God has not forgotten you. He has all these thoughts. One version says he has plans concerning us. Plans of good and not of evil. Plans to prosper us. But he has all these thoughts to give you a future. And to give you a hope. To give you a future and to give you a hope. God's thoughts and God's plans for us are to give us a future and to give us a hope. And the hope is a confident expectation of the best coming from God. Don't be in fear expecting the worst. Be in hope, expecting the best. Because God has a covenant with you. And he has thoughts about you. He has plans concerning you. And they are plans of good, not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. Folks, you have a future in God. You have a destiny in God. You have a purpose in God. Can you say hallelujah? Your purpose is meant to not only impact you and your family. It's meant to impact your generation. Amen. Your, your purpose is to impact your generation. The Bible says the righteous shall be a blessing to their generation. 
So there's something inside of you that when you tap into it with God, he will give you a future. He will give you a hope. Hallelujah. God has not forgotten you. The hope that God has, that, that you have when you, when you believe God, is not the same hope of the world. It's not, you know, you're not thinking, I'm going to win Lotto 649. Or that's not the kind of hope. This is a surer hope that is based on his word. That's why the psalmist says, remember your word which you spoke to your servant, upon which you have given me hope. That word, that word gives hope. It's a sure word. So you and I should be locked in as prisoners of hope. Because God has given his word that he will raise up the poor. He will lift up the needy. He will seat us with princes. Glory to God. I'm preaching my heart out here. Amen. But I'm here to encourage you. God has not forgotten you. But it's not uncommon for us to sometimes think, feel forgotten. In fact, when you look at Isaiah chapter 41 verse 27, I want you to put that up. And I'm going to go through this slowly. But notice what the, the, the maybe I didn't put it up. Sorry. I did put it up. Isaiah 41 from verse 27. Could you just put that up? It says this. Do you not know? Isaiah 40, verse 27. 40, 40. Okay, maybe I didn't put in the right thing. There it is. Praise God. It says, why do you complain, Jacob? Put your name there. <laughs> why do you complain? Why do you say, my way is hidden from the Lord? And that's how it is sometimes when we feel God has forgotten. It's like, God, can't you see my need? Can't you, haven't you heard my prayers? I've been praying for my husband for, for years and years. Thank God for that testimony. Somebody was praying for their father. He's now 79 years old and he received the Lord Jesus Christ. Since my way is hidden from the Lord, my cause is disregarded by my God. Here are people who are discouraged. It's like God has forgotten them. And then he goes on and he says this, Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or he will not grow weary and his understanding no one can fathom. I want us to stay there a little bit. He's saying, do you not know? Have you not heard? Do you not know? Have you not heard? That in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. Hallelujah. Nothing was made that was not made without him. Hallelujah. In him was life. The life of men. The light of men. He says, do you not know? Have you not heard? That the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Full of grace and full of truth. John says, we have beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father. He's saying, do you not know, have you not heard, that he was the light of the world? Amen. I said, he's the light of the world. He's the bread of life. We just partook of the bread to give us life, to give us healing. He's the vine, we are the branches. When we plug into him, we are fruitful. He says, do you not know? Have you not heard? Hallelujah. He's the lamb that was slain. The lamb that takes away the sins of the world. 
the lamb in the book of revelations that is worthy to open the seal do you not know have you not heard he's the good shepherd i said he's the good shepherd he's the one who is willing to lay down his life for his sheep he's the good shepherd he's the one that places us the lonely in families the one that feeds his sheep and leads them to pastures green and leads them beside the still waters to restore our soul. Do you not know? Have you not heard? Have you not heard about his name? His name is Jesus. He says, do you not know? Have you not heard? Oh, church, God asked, he woke me up early this morning around 3 o'clock. And he says, I want you to comfort my people. And I want you to tell them, behold their God. Do you not know? Have you not heard? He's the door to the sheep, for the sheep. He's the door to heaven. He's the door to the Father. He's the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father except by him. He's the only mediator between God and man. Do you not know? Have you not heard? He's the resurrection and the life. The resurrection and the life. He's the healer. He's the deliverer. He's the redeemer. He's the savior. Do you not know? Have you not heard? He's the fortress, our shield, our exceeding great reward. And the next verse, verse 29 says, he gives strength to the weary. And he increases the power of the weak. God has sent me here to tell you that he gives strength to the weary. Do you want his strength today? He says he gives power to the weak. Do you want his power today? Yes. Verse 30, even youths or young people grow tired and weary. In other words, God is saying, don't be in condemnation for feeling weary. Even the young grow tired and weary. And young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. One version says, those that wait on the Lord. Another version, those that trust in the Lord. But I love those that hope in the Lord because it's like those who have their positive expectation of good things coming their way because God has thoughts of good and not of evil, thoughts of shalom and not of evil. Those who are in that place of expectation of good things happening, he says, he will renew their strength. So don't for one minute think that God has forgotten you. He has not. He remembers you. And he loves you. And today he's saying, I want you to renew your strength in me by placing your trust, your hope in me. In me. That's the word for you today. God has not forgotten you. It doesn't matter where you're at. He has not forgotten you. It doesn't matter how dire the situation is. He has not forgotten you. You are so precious to him. You are so special to him. 
And that is the word for you today.